Kuf Dalid Amud Aleph. On the first line, we have the middle line a squiggle underline Ella with a number three. Just to recap quickly, there was a mission on the bottom of Kuf Gimel Amud Aleph that started out that if uh, somebody gozzled from his friend, a Geizel's Chaveroi, a Shavapruta item, and then Nishba Loi. Then uh, case came to court, he swore that he didn't have it or steal it, and then he admitted that he did, and then we had all the halachas that would be required. And it, it seemed like that the way to understand the mission is that if he swore to him that he didn't steal it and then he really did, that's where he has to travel all the way to the other end of the world to uh, return it to him, but if not, not. We brought a Bryce had two opinions, Reptarf and Rebekiva, and seemingly it didn't fit either of them. We had one approach about 13, 14 lines down, where we had the number one in the margin, that we really tried to say that our mission is Rebekiva. Then we had another approach, five lines from the bottom on Kuf Gimelamud Beis, that we said really it's Reptarfin. And now, approach number three, uh, Ella Amar Rava, that actually the Mishnah would be according to all of them. It would be according to Rabbi Tarfin and Rabbi Kiva, and we're going to show how the Mishnah's case is different than that which Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfin were arguing about. Shiny Masnison, because the Mishnah's case, what's unique about it? Remember, in the Mishnah's case, the person who stole the item knows who he stole it from. And he admitted to him, well, since there it is possible to return what is rightfully belongs to the other person, because he knew who the other person he stole from was, it's almost as though the Nigzal, the one who had it stolen from him, said uh, three words. I didn't actually say that, but it's as though he says this. You know what? My stuff is going to be in your possession. Like you, It'll be by you almost as a like a deposit. Hilkach. Therefore, in the case of the Mishnah, if there would have been a Shvua Nishba, Afal Gavdika Amarle, even though it's essentially like he's saying to him, Yuli Biadech, let my stuff be in your hand. Kevan de Boi Kapara, since it would be necessary for him to get an atonement for the Shvua that he took falsely, Lo Sagi Adematiliati. There is not enough until it actually comes into his possession. However, if he had not taken the Shvua, then it would be, so to speak, held by him as kind of like a deposit until the rightful owner came and took it. The Mishnah had said, So if Bob stole something from Al... Bob stole it, he didn't swear it, then he admitted that he did, so Bob would have to go, even like the end of the world, to return it to Al. Now, Bob should not give it to his son, to his emissary, uh, basically to anyone, because we got to make sure that he gets back to the rightful owner of it, but he would, yes, be able to give it to the Shliach based it. That's where we're picking up for right now, Itmar. The... Machlokas here is going to be this concept of that a person can make a shlichus. How strong is when one appoints a shaliach uh, to stand in the place of the one who appointed him? So it mar a shaliach that was made be edim in the presence of witnesses. Rav Chista Amar have shaliach. It's a full fledged shaliach, and essentially giving something to his shaliach is as good as giving it to him. Rabbah says lo have shaliach. Not that good. In other words, it's still a shaliach, but not like you're actually giving it to the person. And now we go over each opinion, colon. Rav Chista, who we circled here, and in the middle 
of uh, about a line and a half, we have Rabbah, we'll circle him. Throw so says, Have Shaliach. That's the whole reason that the guy went out of his way and had two people to witness this. So that the shaliach should be able to stand in place of the person who sent him. Whereas Rabba, who we circled, Amar, no, the person can't be like at the, the stand in for the one who sent him himself. Hachi ka'amar. This, so to speak, is what Reuven is telling Shimon. Not so much that this guy I'm sending you as a shaliach stands in my place, but rather, he's like a trustworthy guy, inish mehemnahu. And therefore, you decide, I'm, I'm totally fine, I rely on him. E samchis smaich, if you want to rely on him, fine. Namely, e bois lishturi biyade, if you want to send it via him. Shada biyade, send it via him. It's none. We have a Tanaic source, a Mishnah in above Metziah, which we're going to bring. Apparently, it's going to be a question of Rav So I Put a triangle on this Tanan, and about seven lines later, first word on the line is Velikitai. There's another Tanan, I put a triangle on that. A series of uh, Mishnayis. Um, the first one we'll see here, the next one is actually um, uh, Mishnah, which is our Mishnah, and uh, both of them are going to end up apparently being questions on Rav So here's the first Tanan. Um, we have a Mishnah that goes for about two and a half lines and starts here. Hashoyel esapara, you have a person who borrowed somebody's cow. Vishilcha biyad benoy, and it was sent uh, to the shoyel. So the guy wants to borrow a cow, and it was um, being sent to the shoyel, biyad benoy, biyad avdai, via his son, via his uh, slave, biyad shluchai, via his shaliach, o biyad beno, biyad avdai, biyad shluchai, shel the shoyel. Or even if it was being sent via the son, the Evid, or apparently the um, Shoyel, the one who's going to be borrowing and sent a Shaliach, and then Mesa, the animal, let's say, died uh, while it was uh, traveling from place to place, Potter, the Shoyel here, would be off the hook. That's the end of the Tanaic source. And we want to focus on the case of where it was a Shaliach sent by the Shoyel. And we're saying the show would be Potter. Haishlucho Hechi. Dummy. So what's the nature of this shaliach that it seems like the uh, the show is going to be putter? Colon. E, I squiggle under the word E. E, deloy if he had not even been appointed in the presence of witnesses, well, minayadina, then how are we supposed to know that this fellow was actually that guy's shaliach where the Mishnah referred to him as his shaliach? Obviously, if the Mishnah is referring to him as like official shaliach, it must have been an official appointment of the shaliach. Ella. So I squiggle under the Ella. Ella da'asabeidim. Vikatani and the snake source said exactly two lines ago, de Potter. In other words, that he's not going to be a Shaliach, which would be a big problem for Avchista. Kashler Avchista, who said that if you appoint a Shaliach in the presence of Ahitim, he's a full fledged Shaliach, stands in place of the one who sent him. Well, Rav Chista would answer here, similar to the way he explains elsewhere. We'll see where the elsewhere is in a few lines from now. But Kadam Rav Chista, Rav Chista said somewhere else, Beskiroi. Ulakita, that the case over here is not a regular old shliach. It's where it's like his Rashi describes the Sriroi as uh, like someone who's hired to work for him for like a month or a week or a day or a year or something like that. Lakita is that he kind of lives in them. Basically, we'd call him like a personal business manager or like personal office manager. Hachanami. So, to here, we'll say the case is Beskiroi Vilakita. So, it's not. It's not just regular shliach, it's someone special, and we try again. In this, uh, quote we have is actually of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah had said, like we uh, 
quoted when we quoted the Mishnah on about the eighth line between the two dots. Put right angles in over here. Lo yitayd, don't give it. Lo lebeno, not to his son, v'lo l'shlucha, or to his shaliach. Once again, we'll ask, now, hi shlucha, hechidami. What, what's the nature of this shaliach in this case? Was it basically appointed uh, with witnesses or not? If there were not like an official witnessing of the appointing this guy as the shaliach, and once again, like how are we supposed to know this guy presents him as the shaliach? Like how do we know that? It must be that he made him with Adim, and yet we're saying that that's not going to be good enough, which would be a question on Rav Chista, who had said that um, the fellow is a full-fledged shaliach. How would Rav Chista answer this? Well, interesting enough, we know the answer already. Tirgamer of Chizrufchus answered that this case is again, it's not just a regular old shliach, it's Beschiri Yolikita, his uh, sort of like personal business um, manager or associate or emissary. Kama. Okay, well, let's make a deal from this. Aval shliach him. Let's say it wasn't him, but it was an actual shliach that had been uh, appointed via uh, witnesses. My, what would we say? This is it's about a four line question. It goes down to the first word of the line is shaliach. What would we say over there? That would be a good shaliach. Well, if that was the case, then Aditani Seifa, instead of the Seifa of the Mishnah teaching um, the contrasting case, I put right angles in over here, six word quote from the Mishnah, that you cannot give it to a son of shaliach, but you can, yes, if the shaliach is a shaliach, based in an official court appointed emissary, that's the end of the court of the Mishnah, close the right angles, why would you have to come on to court-appointed emissaries? Bring out the distinction within regular emissaries. Lift like, uh, bring out the distinction with listening bidi day and keep it in the context. Now the uh, Bach adds in about a line here, the little uh, olive of the Bach adds in, and read it like this. This would be a, a rereading of the Mishnah. Where is that? Bemed varmamurim? That specifically, if the shaliach was not made in the presence of witnesses. However, a shaliach if the shaliach was made, yes, the presence of witnesses, that it would be good shaliach. Hmm, that would be the question. Well, Amri, uh, so we answer that this is not a uh, question on uh, Rav Chista. Lo psika lay. It wouldn't be like absolutely true across the board. It wouldn't be well-defined and here we explain why. Colon shliach basin, which I underlined in two lines later, I underlined shliach shal saobedim. Here's the difference. A shaliach that's appointed by the court, so shliach based in, loishna makes no difference whether it was asked to be appointed. So the nigzal, the one who had it stolen from him, loishna so gazlan, makes no difference whether the gazlan was appointing the shaliach via the based in. Have shliach, it is a good shliach, and therefore, psikale, you can give the example in the context of a shliach based in. However, if you're going to bring the type of shliach, it's not a court-appointed shliach, but rather a shliach shasau be'edim. It's one of the parties who's appointing the shliach in the presence of witnesses, so it's quite official. But can either party do that? Dechi asau nigzal, it's only if the shliach was appointed by the one who was stolen from, who to have a shliach. But if it's the gazlan who's making the guy a shliach, asau gazlan, loi have shliach, and that's why, like, as a result of that, Leipzikale, it's not true across the board, and that's why it wasn't taught as the example in the Mishnah. Ula Fuke, and this would be to the uh, contradistinction of Mehaitan Desanya, the following Tanaic opinion in this uh, Brisa, which goes for three lines. It starts here, Rabshim ben Elazar Oimer. I squiggle underline three words. A Shaliach based in 
Now, specifically, Shliach Beistin, Sha'aso Nigzal, that was appointed by the one who had the item stolen from him, but not Velo Asao Gazlan, or Asao Gazlan was appointed by the Gazlan, the one who actually stole it. Veshalach Hala, and the Nigzal, uh, the one who it had was uh, stolen from, he sends basically to receive the money from the shliach of the Gazlan. He himself didn't go, but he sends another shliach. The natal es shaloi miyadai, and I don't know the natal es shaloi. He shliach takes it from uh, this one who was delivering it. Potter, he would be off the hook. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar, Dami Travai, the two of them say, Shaliach, Shasal, Be'edim, Have Shaliach. A Shaliach that's appointed in the presence of witnesses is a full fledged, valid Shaliach can stand in uh, in place of the person who sent him. Beam, Taimar, Mishnah, Seinu. And if you want to say, well, what about our Mishnah that says basically not to give it to a Shaliach? Well, why not? Well, that's because Bemamtsi Loi Shaliach, it's a case where he essentially. Like placed at the fellow's uh, uh, disposal, his abilities, his his uh, a chance to bemamtsi. It's where he presented him with a shliach. Da'amarle. It's where the nigzal is essentially uh, saying the following. The nigzal is the one that was stolen from, and he says the to the like he he assumes he'll get his money back if he nudges the guy, but the guy is somewhere else. So he tells the shliach. Listen, um, in the old days, Bob was a bit of a thief, and he uh, owes me some money. Or he doesn't even say he's a thief, he just says he owes me some money. And is not sending the money. So you know what? You're heading to that uh, place uh, in the world. Uh, Why don't you kind of like uh, make yourself... Um, appear in his presence when you're over there, Dilma Inishu Deloy Mishkach Lishturile. Because maybe, you never know, maybe the reason he didn't pay back was because uh, he couldn't find anyone to send it with, and if you present yourself to him and happen to mention that you're coming back to the place that I live, maybe he'll send it back with you. Inami, alternatively, I squiggle under the Inami, Kedrev Chista, like we had said up above, Beskira Yulakit, that it's a particularly close type of relationship, period. I'm reviewing Amar Shmuel. I circled Shmuel's name. He says, We do not send, like, a cash money, even if the person who is requesting that it be sent, say, via this person, um, and he, like, writes out an official document, that we still will not send money, uh, with this fellow. Um, Rabbi Yochanan, who we circled Amar, im edim chasumim alem No, no, if he's got like witnesses signed on it, then we will send the money via him. Amri, so the Gemara wants to clarify, it's uh, based like a question, well, uh, l'shmuel maitakanta. If if this guy shows up with like a document and he's got witnesses and says he's supposed to collect for Bob in some far-flung place and we won't let him collect, then like, what's the solution? Well, Here's the solution. Kihata Rebbe Abba, and another Rebbe Abba, have a masik zuzi bidirav Yosef Barchama. He had uh, lent money. He had some money that was owed to him. Uh, by who? By Rebbe Yosef Barchama. Amar lay. So Rebbe Abba, who had this money owed to him, said to Rav Safra, and I underlined uh, Rav Safra, who happened to be traveling to the place where Rav Yosef lived, listen. When you're there, Bahadi Daasis, when you go, when you return, when you're coming back, I sin who nearly can you like collect the money that he owes me and bring it back to me? 
Well, ki azal when Rav Safra went lahasam amarle Rava Bray. So Rava, the son of Rav Yosef, um, had uh, said to him. He showed up. He said, "You know, give me the money for." Um, Rabbi Abba. So the son of Rabbi Yosef, uh, Rava says to him, well, me, Kosov Lecha, he's Kabalti. Do you have like an official document that uh, is going to make it so that if we pay you, it's as though the money has been returned? Amarle said this, uh, he said back, oh, no, I don't. Well, Ihachi, well, if you don't have that type of document, how could you expect us to pay you? Zil Beresha V'yichtev Lecha, he's Kabalti. Go and then have it written out for you. Kama. Um, the truth is that, I don't know if the Saif is after he went back and had this thing written out or before, but bottom line, he said that actually, even if you had that documentation, it would basically not be able to stand up in court. It would be insignificant. Why? Because you never know. Dilma Adeosis while there was this uh, traveling period to get from one place to another, which could take days, maybe even weeks, could very well be Shriv Rabbi Abba. The Rabbi Abba had passed away. And the money, or whatever money was owed to him, actually fell to his children, his Yisoyimim, the orphans. Kama viskabalti Rabbi Abba lav klumu, and then it would turn out that the uh, I, uh, view it as though it's been accepted of Rabbi Abba would not be significant because Rabbi Abba's not here anymore. He passed away. Amar so says Rav Safra back to him. Ve'lamai takanta. Well, then, like, what is the solution? What are you supposed to do to be able to uh, collect money that's owed to you from like the, somewhere far away um, before they had zel? I guess. Well, zil. Uh, go in and let Rabbi Abba transfer the ownership of it to you via also like a little piece of land, vita'at, and then you, Rav Safra, come, kasuvlan, and, and write out for us, hiskabalti, I received it, and that would be kihadra, Papa, just like the following story, which comes up a few places in um, Seder Nazikin, in Bavakama, in Bava Basra. And in Baba Metziah, Kihadra Papa have a masik trace off They owed him for whatever business was going on, uh, 12,000 Zuzin Bechuzoi. Aknin Huniale, the Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Agavasefa Debesa. So, what did he do? He wanted that money collected for him. He wasn't going to that place, but he transferred the rights to it to Rav Shmuel Bar Abba, and he did it Agavasefa Debesa, like uh, via the, the threshold of his own house. In other words, he gave over the rights to collect it along with some karka, ki asa. And Rosh came, Nafak La'ape Ad Tavach, that he essentially was so happy to get the money back that he went out to uh, greet him all the way to uh, Tavach, which is the uh, name of a place. Let's hold it here for now.